JN, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Hey, good morning, Charlemagne. Peace, Angela Yee. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. I've been ripping and running this morning already, so I had to get gas this morning because I could have made it to work, maybe, but I wouldn't have been able to make it home if I didn't get gas and it's pouring down raining and I don't pass a gas station on my way to work. So what's that mean? So I had to go a whole different route to get here. It took me forever to get to work this morning. No, I don't have those kind of problems. Okay. Now you live in Jersey. And I gas up during the night. And the reason I gas up during the night because I know myself. You know okay. what? It was raining so hard yesterday on my way home. I was like, you know, I'm going to come back out later and I never left my house again. Man, I love the hard rain. I guess because I'm from South Carolina. So when we, my whole life, like, it'll get real dark and all the clouds will come out and it'll start raining real hard. I love that kind of energy. That's some good nap nap weather. It's not good if you have to be outside, though. Who got to be outside in the rain? It's good if, if you don't have anything to do and you can stay home. It is nice when it's raining out, but when you have to be running around doing things uh-huh. and it's pouring down raining and you have to worry about your hair getting frizzy, well, then it turns into a whole new situation. Stop. Take your ass home sometime. Stop running these streets, Angela Yee. I was working. Okay. Now. I was working. I have a business to run. One of my favorite, uh, no, not one of, my favorite uh, R&B singer of Generation Now will be here this morning. Oh, yes. We all, I think, universally up here on The Breakfast Club support and love this guy. Yes, Mr. Miguel will be here this morning. Drop on the clues bombs from Miguel. Uh, I think he's promoting his new single off uh, Warren Leisure. Warren Leisure came out in December, though. But yeah, the new it came out last year, is, uh, December 1st. Come out and chill. Come home and come through and chill. Come through and chill. It's him yes. and produced J. by Cole. Salam Remy and with J. Cole. Uh, I like J. Cole's first verse on the record. The second verse, I already know. Well, J. Cole had a phenomenal interview with Angie Martinez I didn't get yesterday. to watch all of it. I, yes. I, I, I was watching some of it, but then it was raining outside, too, so I was like, nah. It's I over. You can't even watch nah, TV. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> nah, I gotta watch it. It's raining. I, I can't, can't do, do anything. I can't do J. Cole when it's raining and thundering, okay? <laughs> I gotta watch that a little later. I'm gonna watch I'm gonna finish it today, though. All right, well, we'll have some of that for you in the rumor report this morning, so no fears. Don't worry about it. We got you. All right, well, we got in front page news. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, two different things that happen on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Imagine one man threatening to call ice on you because you're speaking Spanish. Oh, man, yeah. And then uh, here's a great situation where the cops actually shut down a white woman who was harassing a black man. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad that uh, racism is getting the respect that it deserves in this country, which is no respect. Love the okay? way these police officers shut this woman down. 100%. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. What song are we getting into? I don't know. Who? Crew. Gold Link. Crew. Oh, Gold Link. Crew. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. I don't know where the hell Envy at. Where Envy at? Oh, he said he was stuck in traffic because of the rain or something, right? Yeah, it's been raining for a couple of days now. I know that a lot of people's flights got delayed. and He's on a flight? Well, no, I'm just saying in oh. general because of the rain. Oh, okay. 
Well, let's get in the front page news. Uh, last night, the Rockets beat the Warriors 127-105. The series is tied 1-1. Michigan State University reached a $500 million settlement with who? With Larry Nassar's victims. You know about Larry Nassar, the medical doctor who uh, was entrusted to provide care for the young women at Michigan State University. Oh, his nasty ass, molesting all them young girls. Yes, he sexually abused hundreds of young girls and women, and Michigan State University is going to pay $500 million. That's $425 million paid to current claimants and $75 million they are setting aside in a trust fund to protect any future claimants alleging sexual abuse by Larry Nassar. So Michigan State University will pay this money out of pocket and then sue their insurance company to get that money back. Is he in prison yet? Uh, yeah, he's sentenced to more than 100 years in prison. I would think he got killed already in prison. Well, they probably have him isolated from everybody. Why? He ain't no celebrity? Because they know that he's going to get killed. Put his, put his ass in population, okay? You want to molest them young girls? Go on and get that karma that you deserve. There's also accusations, laws, lawsuits against USA Gymnastics, the U.S. Olympic Committee, gymnastics coaches, and other parties as well. So this settlement only deals with accusations against Michigan State. Now, more than 300 women and girls actually came forward to okay. talk about Larry Nassar. So you can imagine, I'm sure there's plenty more. Word. Now, you, uh, the cops shut down a crack-ass cracker who called 911 on black real estate investors? Now, this happened in Tennessee. Okay. All right. A woman, a white woman, called two police officers because a real estate investor, Michael Hayes, was actually visiting the home next door, and he was inspecting the house and taking pictures before repairs were made. She was basically harassing him and said that uh, he was calling the cops and they would be coming, and he's like, I don't understand. Why would you be calling the cops? Because she's a white devil. He actually filmed That's all That's what white it. devils do. I believe we have that audio? Yes. No, no we don't? Okay, we no don't have audio. that audio. All right, so, yeah, so when the police officers came, they actually shut the woman down and told her that he had every right to be there and that he can take all day and all night if he wants. He's in control. He's got a contract, so that is what it is. And the police officer said if she calls the cops again, she'll actually be in trouble. That's right, you racist bigot. Okay, you'll go to jail for your racism, now, as it should be. For every great thing that happens, we all, of course, always see something awful happening. A man actually was going to a restaurant in New York City in Manhattan. He was going to Fresh Kitchen and he started just berating the employees and the customers because they were speaking Spanish in the restaurant. He told them they were undocumented. He threatened to call immigration officials on them and it was all captured on video. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. speaking Spanish to customers when they should no, be speaking. Very violent. I mean, sometimes they, every person I listen to, he spoke it, he spoke it, she's speaking it, is America. And I will be following up. And my guess is, they're not documented. So my next call is to ICE to have any sort of a kicked out of my country. If they have the rules to come here and live off of my money, I pay for their welfare, I pay for their ability to be here. Hey. What's his name, Aaron what? Aaron Sloshberg? Yeah, they did say that he is a lawyer and he works in a nearby law office. Listen, by the way, all those racist bigots, uh, those racist bigot white devils like Aaron Schlossberg, they know who to play with, okay? They know who to try that with, all right? I know me and my conglomerate would love some of that action. I know Michelle Obama says when they go low, we go high. Not me. When they go low, I take it to the floor with them. I, I, you, you experience a random act of racism like that, you got to give it right back to them, okay? Mm -hmm. He started telling you that Verbally. you undocumented. Yeah, he started Verbally. telling you that you undocumented and he'll call ICE to have you deported. I right, shut up, you crack so ass about some, I pay for their devil. welfare. I pay for their ability to be here. You come here and live off my money. The least they can do is speak English. The least you can do is not eat mayonnaise with a spoon. Get out of here. All right, right. Out this. That's the least you could do, Aaron. Okay? 
All right. Well, that is your front page news. Hey, Envy. Hey, guys. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Now, if you're listening from New York, New Jersey, I'm sure Boston as well, give yourself a lot of extra time. There is so much flooding out there on the roads. The weather's disgusting. Give yourself a little extra time. I I, I don't want to detour around three floods today. So 800-585-1051. Yeah, those I know I know they hit heavy with the rain. This you morning. just gave Boston a weather report, huh? People, people in Boston like I think it's flooding. <laughs> no, it's, it's nasty. Then they said New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Boston is really nasty this morning. So get it off your chest. Hit us up. Phone lines are wide open. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Brandy from Hampton, Virginia. How y'all doing? Hey, you, Hampton, 757. Get it off your chest, mama. I'm just calling to tell y'all that I love the show. It's my second time getting through, and I've tried for months. I want to thank God for my life, my kids, my family. Things are beautiful. Things are looking up, and we will get it. You are so right. I can't believe that she's been trying and only got through twice, and Trav gets through every day. Well, thank you for listening, Mama. Because once again, Trav comes through the back door. Hello, who's this? Portia. Hey, Portia, get it off your chest, Mama. I want to get off my chest that um, I put on social media. I purchased something from the local Fashion Nova. Uh-oh. And they still ain't giving me my credit. And I um, whoa, whoa, whoa. edit Cardi B. Whoa, stop. I need you to stop what? for a second. There's a local Fashion Nova? I thought Fashion Nova was only on social you know, media. It's, it's locally online. <laughs> what? It's locally yeah. online. <laughs> How is it local? Okay, about? all right. All and right. I know That's y'all seen my DM telling y'all to um, get it off my chest for me because I added Cardi B. And asked her to help me out with her um, street credit. And ain't getting nothing back. Well, Cardi B probably didn't see it because she has, like, you know, know. thousands of people hitting her up. And Cardi B don't own Fashion Nova, boo. Why you adding Cardi B? You should be adding the people of Fashion Nova. She got to She just felt like maybe Cardi B would have a little more clout. My goodness. Well, sorry you didn't get your Fashion Nova dress, mama. Was it for something? Was it for prom or was it for for something special? It was for Mother's Day. I had me a nice little, you know, outfit (laughs) picked out, but I just refused to purchase anything, and they still owe me like $80. All right, but listen, this is what you do. Send me a DM right now because I do know a couple of people that work there. So I'm going to hit up my guy. And send it to him and see if he can help you. Good luck. All of y'all gonna feel so Thank bad. You. All of y'all gonna feel bad when y'all realize Ivanka Trump is doing a fashion over. Hello, who's this? He's definitely not. <laughs> Morning, Breakfast Club. This is Charlene. Hey, Charlemagne. Hey, G. Hey, Andy. Hey, How are y'all? Hey, Charlene. Get it off your I chest. Just, I just wanted to say that I'm blessed. Um, you know, within the last six years of my life, I've been through a lot. I lost my mom six years ago, and. You know, me and her were very, very close. It was very sudden, and so, you know, I was overweight, and I just had a lot of things going on, and I just recently lost 80 pounds. I'm down to 171. Okay. I am sexy as ever. I look like my high school days. Um, I've been a stay-at-home mom. My oldest is 13, and my youngest is 9. I just went back to work for the first time, and I've been working for a year, and, you know, things are just really looking up for me, so I'm just calling to say I'm blessed. I love y'all. Charlemagne, I'm from South Carolina, boo, and them clouds you're talking about. Uh-huh. Well, we had some of the best rain last night. Oh, man. So you got some good sleep. Man, sleep my ass. Oh, I can't say that. I, I was doing everything <laughs> but sleep, okay? There you um, go. Hey, now. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you was about. having sex in the rain? You, you, what you talking about, boy? I don't lost 80 pounds. I am, do you know how, I wish I could send a picture. I am hot, okay? I am doing it up, <laughs> and 
you know, me and my husband have been together 22 years. I'm just blessed. And yeah. he, uh, he's having fun because you're so much more confident now, too, and happy. So there that's you great. Go. What you talking about? I mean, can't no, I can put on, look bummy as ever, and nobody can't tell me I don't look good. I don't give a damn. Well, congratulations, Congrats baby. to you, mama. I definitely was Thank having sex the night before I when have... it was raining. Though. I had that Miguel playing while it was raining. I was, I, was wishing it was, I was wishing it was raining last night. I said that to my wife. Damn, I wish it was raining. It was raining it last was, night. Well, it was raining where no, I was at. It was raining where I was I at. I went to bed at 11.30. It was not raining. I needed some of that rain to go to sleep good. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, like I said to the last person, closure is a scam. Don't text them. Don't call them. Don't, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, What is closure? Yeah, what's that? You know, you guys break up. You guys have a fight. Oh, like, let's talk about it. Let's work it out now. If you guys break up, let's for. That's it. Just drop it. Move on. What happened to you? He is definitely hurt. Yeah, what happened to you? There's no such thing as closure. Uh, pretty much, um, been with the the girl for a while. Uh, Oh. her cheating. And, yeah, man, I'm done with that. So you wanted closure. He's hurt. No, no. She wanted closure. Well, yeah, I guess both of us wanted, like, uh, a mutual goodbye, but... It, it ain't happening. There's no such I, thing as closure, man. You either with it or you're not. Clearly, y'all not no more. I, I'm sorry you got your feelings hurt, boo. Yeah, I'm sorry, boo boo. Well, congratulations yeah, to the honestly. guy. Congratulations to the guy that had sex with your girl, though. Oh, I stop it. Oh, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I, yeah, I it's good, right? Oh, he's hurt. She got good poo poo. Somebody got to get it, even if and, it's not you. Well, and, I guess that's closure then. And it's okay to be hurt, okay? It's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yo, at that man on Twitter, tell him congratulations. He banging a good one, all right? Damn it, man. Just not good for you. You guys are not helping. Hello, who's this? Hello, it's Rachel. Hey, Rachel, get it off your chest. I was calling to say I am so blessed this morning. My new interactive children's book is Climbing the Charts on Amazon. Okay, congratulations. What's the name? What's the name of the book? It's called Amber's Magical Savings Box. It teaches kids about earning and saving money, giving those millionaires a head start on their road to financial freedom. How is it interactive? Well, that's dope. Well, the kids have to write their financial dreams and goals inside the back of the book. They follow Amber as she earns money for this magical toy she wants to buy, and they have to kind of like walk along with her in this journey. All right, that's good, teaching kids the value of uh, how to save and and spend. What's the name of the book again? I'm going to look it up. Amber's Magical Savings Box. It's in honor of my niece, Amber, we lost at the age of three. Mm -hmm. So it's for ages three to eight-year-olds just to get them started. It's a few um, that can do savings journals in the back of it and everything. Okay, thank you, Mama. All right, I like that. Thank you. All righty. You know what? uh, The other day, a lady called and was like her son was addicted to Fortnite and she couldn't get her son off Fortnite. You know, these kids are making money off of Fortnite. I don't know if that lady knows, but she should guide her son into making money off of it. My son is into Twitch, and he does tutorials on Fortnite, and they pay him to do it. I still think it's some type of social engineering that's uh, intellectually making these kids stupid, though. They can't spend all their time on video games, bro. All the game, all the time on video games, of course not, but some of these kids are on there. Like, my son does it about, what, an hour a day, an hour and a half a day? Will he and be able to make a living off that when he's 30 or 40, though? A lot of kids are. Yeah, actually, know, actually you know what is great are. is that a lot of kids are learning how to do things in the tech world just because Absolutely. they know how to use these games. But you just have to help them take it a step further, whether it's learning yes. how to code, create guy. their own apps. You're right. But, yeah, it is a, a if you can help guide them to how that can help them make money and they're yeah. interested in something, Monetize you got to figure it. out how to cultivate yes. that. Don't let them be hypnotized by that video <clears> game <throat> all day and just spend their time twiddling their thumbs, literally. There's a kid named Ninja 
who's making like three, four hundred thousand dollars a month off of Twitch. I heard, and I've heard a ninja, and yeah. I'd like to know how many other ninjas out there. It's there's not, a bunch of them. There's, there's a lot of them kids out there. They like might that. not be making that much, but, but there's definitely kids money. out there making money. Absolutely. And I know when I was that age, I wasn't making money doing anything. So if I you would, could figure I, it I'm, out and help now, the problem is, I think that. As the older generation, we don't understand some of the things that these kids are doing, and we got to be more involved in, like, figuring it out. Yes, and uh, can you make a career out of that? That's what I want to You can. Know. Yeah, you absolutely can. So I don't know. Let's see. No, you can. I, I got to talk to somebody 40 years old This is the that's same been thing. doing it. When, when, I, when I was doing the mixtapes, they was like, well, you can't you can't make money off of mixtapes. Well, Maybe they don't do mixtapes no more. <laughs> but I, but you, I mean, <laughs> See what but, I'm saying? But you transcend it to what's going on. And that's what, what you said is right. To, like, it to gotta, this, to that, to It's got to elevate to something else. And I'm sure it will, because these kids are doing it. They done went from... YouTube to to this. To but, is it, but it's important for you to watch to what's Twitch. happening because the, the whole world of tech right now, that's what's going to be the money for the future. It's happening right now. Kids so we got to figure out keep how we can money, help kids. guide them and even put them in programs Absolutely. and teach them how to do things that can actually make them be economically viable with it. Absolutely. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Let's talk about T.I. This was the big story yesterday. What went on with T.I.? Did he get arrested or was he just inconvenienced? All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Good morning. Happy Thursday. And let's get to these rumors. Let's talk to ya. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, what happened with T.I.? Apparently, he was trying to get home into his gated community. It was 4 a.m., and he got into some type of argument with the guard that was at the gate. Now, according to law enforcement sources, they're saying that T.I. did, in fact, manage to get into his gated community. He didn't have his key, and I guess they had to call Tiny. Mm -hmm. And he initially had gotten into an argument with the guard, but then he returned on foot to confront the guard again, and that's when the guard called the cops to the scene, and they ended up arresting him. Him. Also, law enforcement sources are saying that T.I. did not touch or make any type of physical contact with that security guard, but the guard feared that he would be hit. So why was he arrested if he well, didn't touch or assault the guy? During their dispute. I knew. So they actually arrested him for disorderly conduct, and public, public drunkenness, drunkenness, and they said simple assault. I knew it had to be more to this story because the way the story was told yesterday, he pulled up to his gate couldn't get in, and then the guy called the police on him because they started arguing. But if he, if T.I. came back to talk to the guy, the guy probably felt threatened. Well, now, the guy, they said the guy cursed out his wife, and when he got home, it, it, T.I. Well, I'm going to tell you the whole him. story mm -hmm. now, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so T.I.'s attorney says that it actually took uh, Tip some time to wake up the sleeping guard. He was asleep when T.I. first pulled up, and then T.I. identified himself. He tried to get in. The guard refused, and then Tip was in contact with Tiny by phone. Tiny confirmed that Tip should be let in immediately, and the guard continued to refuse entry without justification. So eventually they did let him in, and that's when he actually came back and argued. If the guard knew, it's got to be a new guard. I don't know. It can't be a guard that's been working there. What the problem is? Well, now the, the guard was black. The guard asked who he was. Oh, I don't know. He was Af no, he was. He was African-American. Mm -hmm. He said he didn't recognize T.I., according to the security guard, so that's why he didn't let him pass. And that's when he said T.I. started basically cursing him out, telling him to open the gate, and eventually he did open the How gate. How you don't recognize T.I. in Atlanta? <laughs> that, that just sounds crazy. <laughs> I, if I was that guard, I wouldn't want to work there anymore because T.I. is going to give him hell. Now, here's wanna, what, who here's he thought T.I. was? Here's what T.I. had to say. <laughs> I guess y'all been hearing all the nonsense. <laughs> I'm looking like yesterday, man. I was inconvenienced and arrested. 
with all we done been through, this is this is small potatoes, man. Major's birthday. I'm here, present at school. Ain't been to sleep, but guess what? God is good. I'm just glad T.I. not on probation or parole no more, because that could be a probation or parole violation. Right, well, he was released without bail, so that's good news. Yeah. But he was actually arguing with the police officer, too, and saying that he has a right as a homeowner in the community to question the security guard working the gate. Duh. And the cop did not agree with that. So they did agree, though, to settle matters in court. So that is what's going to happen. The guard said he couldn't find T.I. on the resident directory. You know. Yeah, because you probably was looking for T.I. You should have been looking for Clifford Harris. <laughs> well, okay. He said he didn't recognize him. T.I., rubber band man, <laughs> hip, okay? So don't, boy, don't boy in the trap. So he looked for both. He didn't look for Clifford Harris. That's and then the Tiny asked the security guard, what's the holdup? Just let him in. And that's when the guard said, who the F do you think you is talking to me like that? And that probably spoke T.I. You don't talk to my wife like that. First of all, T.I. probably hated that grandma. Uh. Who the F is you to think to talk to me <laughs> like that? What? T.I. probably was appalled at that type of grandma. Me and you at him at 5 in the morning. My goodness. All right, now Wale has signed a new record deal. Congratulations to Wale. He was on Atlantic, but now he is on Warner. So he did announce that he has signed that. He said, this is an exciting step for me. I'm thrilled to be at a company that is willing to showcase my artistry while supporting my entrepreneurial spirit. I felt their passion, commitment, and enthusiasm from day one. They believed in my vision wholeheartedly, and I am ready to show and prove. Drop on the clues bombs for my guy Wale. Wale been smoking all year, by the way. Yeah, he put out his EP, Self-Promotion. He said that's going to be his last independent record. And... He had said, new chapter. Wale has not missed yet all year long, okay? The record he got, Cassius, oh, my God. And he also oh has a God. song called Staying Power out now with Jacquees. Uh, I mean, um, ba- Black Bonnie mm-hmm. um, with Jacquees right now. I haven't well. heard that one yet. He That's a single. He put it out when he made the uh, announcement. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Nicki Minaj, she's going to be at Highline Ballroom in New York City. That's her after party for her appearance on Saturday Night Live. That's right, she is going to be on the season finale of, of um, Saturday Night Live. They did announce that. And in addition, she posted a uh, season finale with the one and only Tina Fey. Gotta be effing kidding me. OMG, she and I are shooting our movie after Saturday's show airs. Yikes, get your whole effing life hoes. In fact, that's the name of the movie. Oh, it's congratulations, called Get Your Life Nicki Ugly. Minaj. Yeah. Shout to Clue. Clue's DJing that after party, Of too. course he is. Why you say it like that? Because <laughs> it's a nice little Queens loyalty that goes on that you don't know nothing about because you ain't loyal to Queens, Envy. Ooh. Okay? What? Nikki and Clue are loyal to each other. Because I speak right? my mind and oh. I say what's true. Oh, yeah. You uh, get mad at Queens, me. Okay? Because I speak my mind and say what's All true. All you bobs need to get on Twitter right now and remind Envy that he's from oh, Queens. God. All don't, right? Don't, don't do this again. Don't get up off his neck. <laughs> Y'all was on him last week. Don't let up off him. Don't do this okay? again. you. All right? Are you going to the party Saturday? No. Why not? I have other things to do. Ooh, shady boots. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do? I'm actually doing a show down the block oh. at Club Taj. So okay. you're doing a competing party. What, who's, who's, who's hosting there? There is no competition. Who's hosting there? Cardi Beer. or Cash Doll? <laughs> who's hosting there? <that? laughs> All of the above. <laughs> and Remy. All of them. <laughs> Uh, they're coming for you, Envy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, so, yeah. What then, emojis should they NBA use for Remy, Envy right now? Envy and Remy are doing a party on Saturday. They don't say Remy. Clue and Nikki are doing a party somewhere <laughs> <laughs> Which one you going to go to? Now, don't say that. Clue and Nikki. Like, you keep saying things and then saying don't say nah, that. Nah, nah, don't say that. I'll go Re- see Remy. Now, nah, Remy's not booked today. It's just me oh. at Club Taj. Don't, put, don't bring Remy into your mess. I'm just joking. All right? Bob's, get on his ass. Uh, All right? <laughs> They've been on my ass the last week. I'm tired. Get off my ass! Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> All right, um, that's your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. Wow. We're going to just keep it moving right now. I've been trying to figure out why they use the unicorn emoji. Because oh, oh, oh. they want to stick that horn up your ass. Oh, that's thanks. why. Right.
All right, awkward. Well, here comes right. some more unicorns. I'm going to start it off. No, thanks. All right, now when we come back, Miguel will be joining us, so we'll kick it with Miguel, so don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Miguel. Splish. What up, Rose? Welcome feel, back. What's good? What up, I feel Angela? like I talk to you all hey, the time yeah. because uh, your voice is always on in my bedroom. No, hey, you know, yo. I mean that in the right. best of ways. Hey. All right. Hey. All right. <laughs> are you by yourself? Y'all know, know I'm a Miguel fan. I, love I got a feeling it's never by himself, though. That's good. Yeah. That's no, good. No, no, never yeah. by myself. Never by myself. Yeah. 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 There's nothing wrong with that. We know what the purpose of the music exactly, is. You know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I always said when I saw you again, I was going to ask, do you think the massive success of Kaleidoscope Dream would have dawned and how many drinks made people not appreciate your projects after that the way they should have? No, actually, not at all. I think um, the music finds people at the right time, mm -hmm. you know? And I think at the end of the day, when we're creative, it's just the, the point is just to create, you know? So regardless of how and when things find, for Kaleidoscope Dream, that was the right time for, you know, that time and mm -hmm. the people that found it. And for all the, 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 you know, projects afterwards, it's just, you know, the timing for that. Wild Heart was for that time and mm -hmm. for people at that time. And War and Leisure Now is for now, and there's going to be more and more. I'm not stopping, you know? And you never chase the success yeah. of a dawn or how many drinks. That's what I like. Like, Wild right. Heart don't sound like... Kaleidoscope Dream, War and Legion don't sound like, you know, a wild heart. That's what I like. War yeah. and Legion is definitely very timely, it feels like, also. Love. It feels like you're very affected by things that are happening. Try to just be mindful, mm -hmm. you know? It's hard not to acknowledge everything that's just right in front of us all the time. Plus, plus now we do have, with, like, social media, you know, we're getting to see things as they happen more and more. And also, it's, it's not being let go. It's not being swept under the, under the rug as much as it could have been in mm -hmm. the past with controlled media, you know what I'm saying? So we get to see a lot of things in repetition and things kind of get pushed to the forefront. It's hard to ignore it. You know, I think that's why we get things like um, like the video from, from Childish Gambino, you mm -hmm. know? That video is this incredible, is you know? And Kendrick, and we get verses like Cole's on uh, Come Through and Chill, you know, where we're still hearing, even in the middle of a song like Come Through and Chill, we're still being like brought back to current events. And you chased this. Yeah, kind, of, yeah, kind of a downer, though. I just said, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I actually said that this morning. I was like, I love this record. I just was gonna tell, just J Cole. Come on, bro. Like we just trying to get some girls over and have a good time. <laughs> it's different. You know what I mean? Listen to different things. Though. It was it was properly placed, kind of towards you know. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. put it in the right. He put that in the in the right space in the song. Come through and chill. We still want you to come, bring that green, you know, and yeah, it's cold yeah. over there. But then yeah. when you, you talking about body stuff, that's when you that's when you kind of start talking about things like that too. Yeah. When yeah. you really are chilling with somebody, I think you should be able to have those conversations. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'll be on the table, you know. Yeah. With the with the landscape of R and B has changed since I'm sure you were listening to it. You know, do you chase that type of music that can still play on radio? Because you don't hear R&B music anymore on radio. It's not something that yeah. you listen to unless you have to go find it. It's not in your face. Like Although we hear Skywalker, Skywalker every morning. Skywalker, yeah. That's good. And I that's like my that. song. And I, I hate it. that it took so long for us to start playing that. Because when that's the first time I heard that song, I was like, that is a hit record. It's very far Thank you. Do you chase that? No, I, I think it's no longer time for chasing. You know, we can't chase energy. Either the energy is going to come and you're going to let it flow. Are you gonna waste time? It's more about again. It's just like just putting it out there. Like as a as an artist, as a and and not just like for music. It's across all platforms. You know, I I I'm creative regardless. If it's with music, if it's with writing, if it's with drawing or doodling or whatever ideas for visuals, um, photography, this and that. Going to 
look at like live art performances mm -hmm. you know all of these things it's like we're just putting energy out you know and to chase is such a waste of time i think we all know this and we've learned it that's why you guys are here mm -hmm. you stop chasing it the energy's coming to you and you know how to just reciprocate and once i think we learn how to do all that that's the war and leisure of life you know you just figure out what your energy is and how to give it in the best way and it just always reciprocates and that's the beauty of the whole thing and it, it is a waste of time because you're not doing what you want to do to begin with and if you make a record like that and it's not what you're really feeling and it comes out and it flops then it's like damn yeah you start to learn too it's like people especially now it's like we see right through bullshit yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like people just want the real anyway. I love, uh, I, I said it earlier, do you, do you switch up your your messaging and your energy on purpose every album? Like, do you purposely say, I'm not doing that now? I felt a, a need to, and not felt, I think it's always like every day wanting to, wanting to level up, you know, and not that, I mean, I guess that's kind of like the, yeah, everyone, you know, we all want to level up, mm -hmm. but I think that's the, that's the intention, you know, it's like, okay, what else do I have? you know to give and that's that's why the albums sound different because my life is evolving mm -hmm. yeah it's like changing we see but that if, with your look evolving at the same uh, time too yeah you know you got dress now <laughs> yeah the locks you know the locks yeah what made yeah. you do that i don't know we got better things to talk about than my hair though yeah, she yeah. Said, look change. Yeah, i was like yeah i remember you know you used to have can the, you remember when i had the caesar the caesar no, i couldn't even grow hair <laughs> i remember i couldn't even grow hair on my face it's funny you started eating more what happened? I, I guess so. You know, I guess so. Yeah. Wait, you, you couldn't know? grow hair yeah. on your face? You were trying. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't fill in. You know, it just wouldn't fill in. You now, know? you also, I saw, went to Mexico and met that side of your family. How did that impact you? That changed my life, real Angela. It really did. It And not in a way that's like, it just made my connection to my family deeper. You know, it's like, okay, we know, we know that, you know, our family makes sacrifices, and you've seen it, you saw, like, you know, your immediate family, if it's your mother or your father, whoever it is you grew up, they made sacrifices, and you got to see that. But we often forget that not only did they, it's like their parents and their parents and all of the people before them. So going back to Mexico, um, to Samora, Michoacan, that's where my family's from, you know? My grandmother, rest in peace, she left there on her own and 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 came to the States, as an immigrant and started working to provide for her family and it took three years before my dad could come up my grandfather was taking care of the family there because she couldn't she wasn't earning enough money to bring everybody out at the same time mm -hmm. so she came first she worked for a she worked for a, um, a hospital and sent money you know and over the course of three years then my family was able to move up you know and she gave up her dreams, you know. She she also was she was in love with music, sang on the radio with her sister, and um, just I just think of the sacrifices. So when I went back back there, it just really made it deeper because I just realized like how much sacrifice goes into giving us the opportunities that we have now. You know? Now, what made you want to embrace your, your your roots more? Was it the, the community saying, "Hey, man, you want you you one of us"? I guess for my for just creating, I guess I just. It was like, all right, what else is there? And wanting to, to dig deeper. Like exploring the whole totality of yourself, kind of. Yeah. And really. that connection of your roots, because sometimes huh. until you go somewhere and meet people, you don't even understand what that feeling is like. It's weird because I grew up with my, like, all of my family. You mm -hmm. know, all of my tias and my tios are all pretty much, there was a concentration, at least growing up. They all lived in Inglewood, where my dad grew up in, in the States, you know? So I knew all of my tias and my tios, my nana, my tata, they all lived in a small area, we spent a lot of time together. So 
I grew up with a real tight-knit family mm-hmm. and really understood what the culture, you know, Mexican culture was in my life, you know? And they, and, hold, they hold it serious to you, too. They, like, they put you on the pedestal of that community, and they have from the very beginning. And I noticed yeah. that no matter where I go, especially in L.A., yeah. like when it's a, it's a Mexican community or that community, they hold you to the highest level. I'm, I think that's dope. I think our communities need support to support each other like they support you. I feel like that's happening, though. I really do feel like it's starting to, like, for black culture, I think it's being pushed into the forefront that there needs to be a support system and a unity, regardless of, you know, way of life or um, taste and this and that. I think it's, like, more about celebrating and uplifting each other just because it's like, no, we are all we have, you know? And the culture has been stripped and systematically pulled from black people here in the United States where the culture is just capitalism, you know? And so now we're starting to look at it and go, oh, hold up, nah. Look at how these cultures that were raised with, like, where family is the unity, is, is the unit and the, and the nucleus of all of it, and let's mimic that. And I start, we're starting to see that with, you know, I just, I just think, like, through social media and because of having to address all of the real issues, it's starting to happen. All right, we got more with Miguel. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Miguel in the building. Charlemagne? You're doing a Spanish album too, right? We're Warren doing a Spanish Leisure. version of this album, Warren oh, Leisure. Warren Leisure. Yeah, oh, Warren okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. How far yeah, yeah. along are you with that? Because I know you did... Um you already did a couple of songs. We're 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 pretty deep in it. I'm super excited, man. Um, we're actually almost done. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to Mexico actually tonight. Because I to know shoot it's going to have a different type young. of flow. Yeah, so I was gonna say, you, is that difficult? Yeah, to change the words up and. It's a completely. It's a completely <laughs> different. A whole other game. It's a whole other game because you're trying to you're trying to convey the message, but. Actually, I think Spanish is a much more poetic language. All the languages of love are, like, just way more poetic. Right. But it also makes it, you know, and the rhyming is different. So they say when you learn a different language, your mind is, like, rewired to think in a different way because the words have different um, connections to each right. other. So it's it's been dope to, to kind of, like, you know, do iterations in Spanish and try and get the same idea. I've been listening to Spanish music and I have no idea what it's being said. You got to hear Skywalker so in Spanish. It's like, funny. I love Duda. That's my song. Yeah, and I um, yeah. run to that song all the time and I listen to it over and over, but I have no idea. I don't even know what Duda means. Give us a Duda. That's like just hard candy. Oh. Just, yeah. Hard, hard candy. candy. <laughs> like mints and stuff? You know, like penis. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give can you give me a little Skywalker in Spanish? How that sound? The Spanish the Spanish version goes Dejate uh um Dejate llevar por la sensación Relajar y fluir a cerrar la noche I'm Luke Skywalking on these haters Um Celebramos llegando más alto No creo que um que sea el final uh Lo bueno es Lo bueno es está por llegar um, no duerma, ven a volar. Ah, no duerma, ven a volar. Yeah. Did you know how to speak Spanish before? Or, yeah. I learned, you know, growing up, um, spending a lot of time with my dad's family, especially in the summers, mm-hmm. I spoke, I was speaking fluent Spanish, like, with my, my nana, my tata, and my tios, and my tias over the summers, and then I would leave and completely kind of lose it because I was between my parents or divorced. So I spent a lot of time in the summer with my father's family and then, and kind of like every other weekend, for those for those of you who you know understand like how they do divorces and and how it's been it's normally like alternating weekends however you got you know your parents get it arranged but 
for us, I spent a lot of time in the summer. So over the summer, I would be, by the end of the summer, I'm like, I can yeah, speak Spanish. Yeah, and then, yeah, over, it's just practice. What's normal anyway, right? It yeah. feels like that record seems to fit this era more than it did two years ago. Crazy. Yeah, What's Normal Anyway off of um, Wild Heart. That was a good time, man. That's probably one of my favorite tours I've done. You know, I felt it was a, it was a, a real connection to my core audience, like fa real fans of Miguel that are just like, we're fans of anything you create. And... It was all centered around what's normal anyway, yeah. which is all just about going, at the end of the day, when you realize that there really is no standard and all of this is designed to make you feel like you got to fit inside some kind of box. When you realize that there is no box, you start to just be like, oh, man, I, you can be and do and and thrive in the way that you really should because you can just acknowledge, like, no, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I believe in, regardless of all of the all of the things that we're taught and and pushed to believe and um, look for and strive for. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I feel like in this era right now, it's like, what is normal? All the blueprints of whatever you thought has been ripped mm -hmm. up yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful thing, again, but that's how it leads into war and leisure. And who know? wants to be normal anyway? You know, it's a lot of people who say they don't want to be normal <laughs> or there, and it's like, it's a lot of this, it's still a lot of copy-paste, mm -hmm. you know? I think everybody is hard to like not pull your phone out and just look at what everyone else is doing. That's programming. Yeah. Even if it's subconscious, you're still seeing and able to go, oh, this is what this person is. Oh, yeah, doing. a lot of social this engineering going on nowadays. Yeah, it's insane. But why you know. You, why are you wearing two watches? Uh, One for New York Time, one for LA Time. Because a lot of the business, you know, I'm by Storm Entertainment, big shout out to Mark Pitts. Um, that's here. Okay. RCA, okay. that's here. So business hours here. I got to be up for business hours in New York and then, you know, LA. Now, you have such a connection with your fans, and I've seen you out and about interacting with people, yeah. and you love your fans. But do you have certain rules? Because sometimes you take pictures with people, and it could be something that they post. You're a couple now. Yeah, or right. anything could yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, it's definitely posed some challenges. Mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> uh, I know. Learning experiences. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so what does that mean for you? Because sometimes it's difficult. You love your fans, but yeah. then you don't know if somebody's going to post you and say something crazy. I think at the end of the day, it's just discretion. And also, we're not stupid. Like, we see what kind of culture it is now. So, one, just being absolutely aware of what it is. And it's okay to be respectful, you know, and also say no. You know, and decline. And There's a time. It's just a time. Is it? No, 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 no. I'm saying that's oh, why you they look to at other you. people. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, you He's just like, got to nah. be like, no. Nah, I mean, I'm not an asshole. Yeah. If you knew better, right? You know, all good. And if that's what you think after the interaction, then that's you. That's your reality. I've never seen you say no to anybody. Well, I have politely. Really? You know what I'm saying? Even more so now because I understand what what happens when you don't say you no at the wrong time. Yeah. You know. So, you know, it's just learning experiences. I appreciate that you didn't just go ahead and just jump all the way in, but you asked me in a really good, in a dope way. Thank you. Thank what's you. the really, what's the jumping all the way in? Yeah, what am I missing? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Good job. What am I missing? No, because, because mm -hmm. I'll just say it, because there was a moment two, a year and a half, two years ago, where I took a photo with someone, and they accused me of something that I didn't do. And that's the part where you go, okay, hold up. This is real life now. You know what I mean? Now it's like the, the attention that you're bringing is not 
the kind of attention that I'm putting out there. I don't want that kind of My attention. Home is you right know what I'm saying? Yeah, I and, missed and that whole I moment. Even think I don't it was, remember that. Yeah, good. It's just kind of like, <laughs> I don't good. Let's not rehash. <laughs> he's, he's no, yeah, you guys can Google it and see yeah. exactly what happened. But Envy Google now, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the again. I I keep saying this. That's why War and Leisure was the proper title for this album. It's because life is about learning and leveling up. It's right. about Absolutely. understanding. All right, what can I do better now? And because you have a moment where you're like, oh, you know what? That wasn't the right choice. I could have done that better. Looking at it and studying the tapes and going, I can do that better next time and doing it better, that's the war and leisure of it all. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think this album is the most relatable because that's how I approach the whole thing. It's like, how can I connect with my fans and just explain that, like, life is worth celebrating even through all the bull that we're seeing and dealing with, not only on, like, a social level, community level, as an individual, we all go through hard lessons, right. you know what I'm saying? Or challenging times, trying, you know, our patience, trying our integrity, trying our um, our beliefs, you know, our, our real beliefs. And it's how we come out of those things that really show us who we, who we are. And there's so much to celebrate in that. When you come out on the other side and you're like, yeah, yeah cool, I'm better. That's you know? what I love about, like, you know, in uh, Oakland, I think a couple of days ago when the woman called the police on the... The black people that were having the cookout, and then the very next day they came back with yeah, they more had a people bigger cookout. and yeah. partying and dancing. Yeah. And I was looking at Amanda Seals' Instagram, and she had an idea like, "Yo, we should do that all the time. Like, go party at Waffle House. Don't buy yeah. nothing. Yeah, but just a hundred <laughs> people show up, order water, and just have a ball. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we should do that more. Yeah, yeah. find a way to celebrate. And there's positive ways to address what that teaches us. Is there's positive ways to address like negativity? Mm -hmm. You know. I think that's a, a new thing, I think, which is exciting. It's like seeing people go, oh, man, I'm going to support positive energy. I'm going to meet the negativity with positive energy threefold. Everyone starts to look at the at the problem and go, that was stupid. Right. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. people want to be where the positivity is at, period. All right, we got more with Miguel when we come back. Let's get into a Miguel mini mix. Let me know your favorite Miguel joint. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Miguel mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Miguel's in the building. Now, I heard you meditate. How important is meditation to you? Whew. It's it's been it's definitely changed the game for me. How? It's made understanding when I'm not in the moment and completely like calm. It's made me notice it, you know? And then I can go, I could check myself. I was just having a conversation with, with my boy. And we all go through go through stuff, and he, we were just, you know, he just let me know what's going on. I was like, man, the thing is, is like, it's so hard to stop looking back. Right. Again, war and leisure, you know? It's like, we look back because that's what we know. But we can't change that. We can't change what's behind us. We can only change or affect what's happening later. And right now is the moment to do it. Time, the pages are going to turn. Time is going to move forward. And whether or not you're aware of it or you're paying attention to it, tomorrow's going to come. The next minute, the next hour, the next blah, blah, blah. All that is coming regardless. So the moment we focus on here and now and get our minds off of the past or tomorrow, the more we're able to live in a way that really makes us happy right. here and now. And Sometimes the more we, we do it, you know? obsess so much over things that have happened already yeah. when we should be focusing on how we can affect what's about to happen next. 
And that's so true. Just uh, now, you know? This uh, is about right, right now. Always. The power of now. How, how good of a meditator are you? Because it's very difficult for me. My I mean, I still suck at meditating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was good at it. My therapist is teaching me, like, some good exercises, but it's hard to, like, just turn this off. It it's is. hard, man. It's like, it's like, though, it took me a long time to, um, and I'm, I got, like, dad body right now. So it's it's been nice. I've been enjoying a lot of beans and rice, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, damn, you really embracing this Mexican. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always been. I've always been the beans, the beans and rice. I've always been in the staples. But um, it was hard. It's like working out. You know, you work out. First time you work out, you might throw up because you just your body's not used to it. But then the next, you'll be sore the next day or the next time you work out. But then you work out and your body starts to adjust and blah blah blah. And and like this, you see bodybuilders or you see people who are getting in shape. It was hard the first time if you're doing yoga, whatever. You may not be as able to to do the exercise, but as you do it and you continue, you start to see the benefits. And it's no longer like it's it's not about the struggle of doing it. It's about the happiness you feel afterwards, you know. So whenever it gets more challenging, because some days are easier than others or sometimes are easier than others, I just remind myself. I always feel good afterwards, you know. Gotcha. Come through and chill. Has the Me Too Times Up movement caused you to slow down on just inviting chicks over? Uh, I mean, I think life has definitely uh, made me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm engaged now, you know. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I feel like you've been in a relationship for quite some time, so you haven't had those issues. Yeah, it's 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 definitely been, I've been blessed. Yeah, I've been goodness. blessed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the Me Too movement is, um, I don't think that's the that's what it was for me mm-hmm. you know that's I, not even i don't think that's not what it was for me but um i don't know that's all i have to say he was engaged that's why <laughs> yeah. ain't nobody I'm coming good. over I, and sure I was like <laughs> yeah no not, isn't okay. it nice that being in a relationship can keep you out of a lot of trouble <laughs> <laughs> i've definitely i've definitely rolled the dice in the past and and being able to just focus on the fact that i have a real teammate someone that's that's been by my side that I'm a ride for and that really, really loves me for me and and I love her for her, it completely frees your mind up and time up for, like, things that really matter mm-hmm. or your real goals. I think that's what, what happens. You start to be like, oh, I got all this time now. Right. When you focus on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's why. Here's the two eyes. You've been engaged for a minute, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you yeah. scared? Butterflies? Anxiety? What's up? Busy? <laughs> busy, busy. It's, there's, there's like, I I wasn't aware of all, like, the planning that goes in. <laughs> I didn't know all of this. Oh, you man. Know, well, let me help you out, homie. Let her do it and just say, yes, babe. Trust me, that's what I, Yes, babe. Whatever you want, babe. Yeah, yes, babe. Yeah. That's I love it. it. That's, Are that's you going to write a special song That's what I'm saying. I'm going to get marriage <laughs> music going to be fire. If I that's do, that's gonna be a banging song. <laughs> There's been so many so far, but like I'm continue, I'm I'm forever inspired by her, you know. So I'm sure the music is gonna come. That's always gonna come. You already made a fire wedding song. Adorn is a yeah. phenomenal wedding record. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know you're gonna be performing that when you're that's 60, like a, 70. That's right? a ti- that's a timeless. That's a timeless song. Exactly. That's a timeless song. It'll be here forever. You Do know? you picture what your wedding's gonna be like? Cookouts. Yes. You know 100%. what I'm saying. In your head, are you like, okay, I want a big wedding. I want this. I want this to happen. Um, we already have big families. Between mm-hmm. my father's side, look, my mom and my dad both have. My mom has six, seven, seven siblings. My father has nine total. Ooh. It's total nine. So. And then they all have children, Kids, right. you know? And 
her family is Persian and Mexican Spanish, so there's just a lot of siblings there, or a lot of family on That's that That's gonna side. be a real party. Yeah, they, yeah. So you know, like it's been fun. Like 600 people, you think? 700? No, no, we can't go that far. <laughs> I actually like to. I mean, I keep a lot of things very chill. You know, I like to mm-hmm. focus on the music and and whatnot. So we're not trying to make it like some, you know, extravaganza. We want it to be like a family, a family event. You know, for us. So. It'll be it'll be as small as we can keep it. Okay. That's the again the war and leisure of it all, trying to figure out how That's to keep be the hard, balance. Be like, oh, you're not gonna invite yeah. your family you just met in Mexico. And yeah, we're only telling everybody. we're only telling family to come through and chill. You know, family friends. You know, keep it small. Is Salam Remy your favorite producer? Man, he's definitely a goat. One of my favorite one of my favorite producers of all time, and one of the best mentors. That had a great chemistry. Our first time working, the fact that I was able to be like. Do you mind if I just write this, like, by myself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just kind of sit with the music. And he... That's the thing about Salam. He he knows how to jump in and how to, like, take us... There's an art in that, mm-hmm. you know? It's an art to helping an artist have the inspiration they need, giving them the inspiration they need, and then knowing when to... And that's why he's he'll, he's timeless. Because mm-hmm. he could jump in and, and he, he knows how to play. He plays the game. Oh, what you need me to do? You need a quarterback? Okay, you need me to. You want me to run the ball? You know what I'm saying? You want a lob? You want you? You know what I'm saying? You need the bullet. What do you What do you need? And he can. He doesn't have to ask the question. He just has a conversation with you, and then he's like, "Okay, I know how to. I know how to get this to the finish line. You know, I know how to. I know how to make this a, a, a you know touchdown." I'd love to see y'all do like a whole project together. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure y'all got some stuff in the stash. There's a few. Him. Um. Raphael Sadiq, man. Oh, Again, beast. one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. He's he's been relevant for decades and yet and still like people are, are still not really aware of all of the things he's done. He's you know dope cuz he's in groups, he plays the background, he's sing he a solo artist. Yeah. Raphael is one of the greatest of all time and he's a real musician. Real musician, loves music, not about all of the hoopla or anything like that. Creates timeless music. Uh, What's the next body of energy you going to give us? I'm about to just start putting music out. I'm about to get back to a lot of Miguel, Miguel stuff, you know? I've been, I think it's been fun to work with, like, outside producers and people that, you know, to try things and collaborations, but I'm about to just go, like, just do Miguel, Miguel stuff, back to just producing my music and putting it out like this as soon as I produce it. No more. Oh, see, they don't want to hear that. Oh, no, they're about it. (laughs) (laughs) They're about it. (laughs) I got got Bystorm, you know what I'm saying? Like, RCA is about to roll with it because Mark's with me, you know? Got you. Bystorm Entertainment, you know? There you go. Well, we thank you for joining us. It's My always a pleasure. Always about a pleasure. to put together a great Miguel mix for later today. For yeah. You to work out too. Yeah. Right. They could be a meditation mix and then a workout mix. I wonder what would be the meditator stuff. What would we go with? More Ooh. stuff from... What would be more? More Kaleidoscope Dream stuff, you think? Ooh. Meditative? I think it's, it's a I like mix. wild mix. Yeah. everything. It's quiet and it's kept like yeah. songs like N.W.A. They put me in a good vibe. Yeah. It's, I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's quiet as it's kept. I know the content is hey. edgy, but it just puts me in a good vibe. Like, yeah. Yeah. sit back, smoke something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Tell me no smoke. How you, I went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> on vacation. All right. It's Miguel. Yeah. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
Well, Angie Martinez did an hour and a half long interview with J. Cole. And, you mm-hmm. know, J. Cole doesn't do interviews too frequently. And the interview was filmed in Miami at Salam Remy's house. That was before J. Cole performed at the Rolling Loud Festival. And among the things he talked about was Kanye West and what Kanye said in support of Donald Trump. Here's what he had to say about that. So you're not going to sit here and do anything to sell your album. You're not going to tweet anything to sell there your you album. Go. There you, you know, go. That's a difference. Okay. To me, that's the danger in what he's doing. I feel like he's really good at sampling language that will resonate. And it just so happens this time he sampled the wrong <laughs> Ultimately, the mm-hmm. end goal is so I can be more powerful and yeah. viewed as boom, boom, boom. I'm not comfortable unless I sit in that seat. That's cool when you're well, promoting well, some fashion that don't really concern me, don't really jeopardize my life. As a black man, but when you come in, you like empower. Then it's like, bro, like I can't rock with that. I agree with everything he's saying, except for the fact I don't think Kanye was using this to promote his album because this isn't new language Kanye speaking. Kanye first voiced his support back in 2016. But Kanye also hasn't been tweeting really before this, so now yeah. that he has an album coming, he's on I don't on think Twitter. it was to promote his album. I, think, I, I just think it's just he's getting things off his chest and things off his mind. I don't think it was, even though it's wrong, dead well, wrong. Well, I mean, coinc- it's, coincidentally, it's co- coincidentally mm-hmm. enough, he does have an album coming out. Yeah, so. but he, he first voiced his support for Trump in 2016 anyway to go visit Trump. And I just think, I think it's ignorant what he's doing because he's not aware of what Trump is doing to minorities in this country. He just right. likes Trump's for his style. So his reason for supporting Trump is ignorant as hell. All right, now, in addition, he talks about the whole free thinking, and here's what he had to say about uh, Kanye's free thinking. Somebody else sees this as like, that's right, love is the answer. It's like, yeah, those are nice catchphrases, and those catchphrases are true. Or uh, free thinking. Yes. Catchphrase. Yes. yes, free thinking, but it's not free thinking. It's enslaved thinking. It's thinking that's uh, a slave to your own ego. You're not free thinking when your ego is pulling the strings, but it's a nice catchphrase. It's a good catchphrase. It's very easy to catch on to. Yeah. Like, make America great again. Be sounding good, but it's like, what's yeah. the intention here? Is it for the people or is it for this one person? To me, Trump is like a similar figure. This is a dude who the only end goal is I gotta be the man. He's right about that. And you can't be a free thinker if you are committed to one political party because if you are committed to a particular party, then you have their ideas and their thoughts and you regurgitate a lot of their rhetoric. That's so a not lot of what people were saying after that, uh, Kanye was, oh, free thinking, oh, you guys are against free right. thinking. It was kind of cool. That's not free thinking if you're connected to one political party. All right, now in addition, what about this J. Cole-Kendrick Lamar collaboration album? Well, J. Cole disappointed a lot of people with this. We just did a few songs, like a bunch of ideas, put it like that. Right. It was nothing like, you wouldn't call it an album, you wouldn't call it nothing like that. So that's not that's not a real thing. That's like a, some fantasy thing. It's that... not, it didn't come from nowhere. It came from us. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's not like it's something that's actively happening. They shouldn't get their hopes up? Nah. Not that. Not because it's never going to happen, just because it's like, it's not right now. And yeah. I, I don't like teasing. It would have been easier back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now it would be like, yo, you really got to block off a lot of time. I think you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it for nice. the people. All right. I'd love to hear that, though. In addition, you know, J. Cole has a whole lot of music in the vault, and he does want to make sure that everybody gets to hear it. Here's what they said about that. And is there another album coming, like, right away? Because you kind of teased I'm going to drop more music for sure. But it's not an album? The album that I was talking about, you're talking about The Fall Off. Yes. That's, that's um, That probably won't come for, for another year. The fa- False Prophets was supposed to be on The Fall Off. Everybody Dies in False Prophets huh. um, that I put out before For Your Eyes Only were songs from the fall off. But so I, you just have songs that like sit up that Oh yeah, I'm working on. I got Kill Airway album I'm working on. And then I think I have an EP for the fall off. I don't know how I, and I got more music. You know, I don't want to like look back 20 years and have a big vault of music. 
All right. In addition, Edward, a lot of people found out for, from Kill Edward, that is the name of J. Cole's stepfather. Well, here's what he had to say about Kill Edward and his stepdad. I feel like the, not kill him physically. I actually don't have no problem with the dude. Like, I would speak to him today. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, you know, thinking about, like, man, I need to go find this dude like, and, and have a conversation with him. Because I wonder if this has reached him. Well, maybe now. But when I say kill Edward, what I'm talking about is, like, the shit that I feel like I inherited from him. Mm-hmm. that I, I feel like I wanted to overcome and, and beat. Mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, I got that from, from him. There's some shit in me that's like, I don't like it. That's the shit I want to kill off. All right, and last but not least, what I have for you right here is him talking about understanding his stepfather and his backstory. I understand now that, like, whatever was happening, he was going through what he was going, he was going through, which, which comes from whatever in his life that happened. You know, I don't even know. I know a little bit about his life, you know, just from, like, clearly being around him all them years, but I don't know the traumatic shit that he went through as a kid that, like, caused him to be X, Y, and Z. There was parts of him I liked. He was cool as to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it was, mm-hmm. like, good and bad. Yeah. Like, on one hand, like, I kind of looked up to him. But on the other hand, he was putting his hands on us. At the time, I was young, and it was just like, this is just what it is. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. But make sure you go and check out that entire interview with Angie Martinez and J. Cole. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man, we need a cracker-ass, cracker-white devil to come to the front of the congregation this morning. We need Aaron Schlossberg to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him. And always remember, if you are more mad at me for calling a, a racist, a cracker-ass, mm-hmm. cracker, then you are the actual racist, then you're probably a cracker-ass, cracker-white devil, too, and you can kiss my black ass. <laughs> Four after the hour, donkey today. Let's Uh-oh. talk about it. This guy. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the day. Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yes, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, uh, good morning. Donkey of the Day for Thursday, May 17th goes to a New York-based lawyer named Aaron Schlossberg, okay? His law firm is the law office of Aaron M. Schlossberg. And all day yesterday, his law firm was flooded with one-star reviews on Yelp. Because, ladies and gentlemen, in the world we live in, life is about calling an ace a ace, a spade a spade, and a bigot a bigot. Oh, the front of the New York Daily News today got it right. It has a picture of uh, Aaron Schlossberg in the headline, okay? New York's message the bigot who yelled at women for yelled at women for speaking Spanish in a restaurant and in big bold black letters it says what does that say drum give drum the mic what does it say drum Jodate idiota Jodate idiota Why you didn't ask me Shut up <laughs> See yeah, that's yeah. why diversity matters okay drop one of the clues bombs for yourself drum All right <laughs> Okay, say that again for me. Joe, to see what? Jodate idiota. I ain't not you. Put oh. give seat. Jodate idiota. Jodate idiota. Means screw you, idiot. Right, Drum? Yep. Okay. Now, nah, Drum knows that because he's Puerto Rican, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just found that out too. But uh, more <laughs> importantly, all right, the New York Daily News called Aaron Schlossberg a bigot. All right, and that is the kind of language that has to be used when we are discussing people who blatantly are being prejudiced, okay? Blatantly racist. Why are we sugarcoating things when it comes to bigots in this country? Why? 
Why, if I call a blatantly racist person a crack-ass, crack-a-white devil, why are you more mad at me than you are the person who is actually being racist? I'm just picking up what this racist is putting down, all right, giving them back the same energy they share with the world. If it talks like a racist, oppresses like a racist, and marginalizes, marginalizes like a racist, then it's probably a crack-ass, crack-a-white devil racist, okay? Now, let's discuss what happened. This all went down at the Fresh Kitchen in Midtown Manhattan, okay? A Honduran immigrant, an employee of Fresh Kitchen named Oscar... Villanueva. Did I pronounce that right? Villanueva, yes. Drop on the clues bars for me, guys. No, you didn't do it right, though. He did. Oh. Well, how am I supposed to do it, you fake Dominican? How am I supposed to do it? <laughs> no, my God. Okay. All right. Oscar says that uh, he, as an Aaron, heard us speaking Spanish and started yelling, it's no need for me to tell you what... No, no. Yeah, he, as an Aaron, <laughs> heard us speaking Spanish and started yelling. Okay, yeah. End quote. It's no need for me to tell you what Aaron Slosberg said. Uh, I will let you hear it for yourself. Now, let me break it down for the people in the back who are uh, probably acting like they didn't hear him so well, but can hear me calling him a cracker-ass cracker quite fine. Okay, Aaron Schlossberg says, your staff is speaking Spanish to customers when they should be speaking English. Every person I listen to, he spoke it, he spoke it, she's speaking it. This is America. Then he says, my guess is they're not documented, so my next call is the ICE to have each one of them kicked out of my country. If they have the balls to come here and live off my money, I pay for their wealth. Fair. I pay for their ability to be here. The least they can do is speak English. Shut up. Then the colonizer said, if you intend on running a place in Midtown Manhattan, your staff should speak English, not Spanish. And as a woman tried to engage Aaron, Aaron said just before he walked out, he turned around and said, honey, I'm calling ICE. Okay. Now, I know people love to say Donald Trump supporters aren't racist, but for the record, according to the New York Daily News, Aaron Schlossberg is a registered Republican and 2016 donor of $500 to our Celebrity in Chief's campaign. Listen, I love it. All right, the reason I love it is because you can't hear what you don't reveal. F all that covert racism. I like my racism overt because when we know what it is, we can avoid it. And not just avoid it, destroy it. Well, maybe not destroy it because racists will always have a place in our society because sadly in America, it's millions of people like Aaron who think just like him, so he will always have support. But that doesn't mean we can't expose him for the bigot he is. And Aaron needs to be shamed. And anyone who supports him after this needs to be shamed because we have to start treating racists in America the same way we treat rapists, the same way we treat pedophiles, okay? That's how we need to treat these crack-ass, cracker-white devils. And all my good white people out there, I need you all to start using your privilege to combat prejudice. When you see one of your own being a bigot like Aaron in public like this, walk up to them and say, hey! You're really being a crack-ass cracker right now, okay? White people, when you see your own acting like bigots in public, are all private. Check them, and check them hard, okay? Draw a line in the sand between you and them. It's simple, okay? And minorities, when they out here throwing around these falsehoods in public, when they say things like Aaron said, they're not documented, and they're on welfare, scream out to them, the white devil is a liar, okay? And once again, if you are more mad at me for calling a racist bigot, a cracker-ass, cracker-white devil, than you are the actual racist, then you are part of the problem, okay? I don't hate white people. I hate racist bigots. It's a difference. Please give Aaron Schlossberg the biggest hee-haw. <coughs>
Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Mm-hmm. Let me now, go on Yelp and leave a bad review. Let me come back. Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Ye, you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Ye right now. Again, the number is 800-585-1051. Call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Nakia from Atlanta. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi, Nakia. Nakia. What's, What's your up, question girl? for Yeezy? So, just to have a backstory, I have a nephew. I named him. I buy his clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that exposes him to things. I potty trained him. I was the first to take him to the Universal searches to see the pit bulls and the Rottweilers. <laughs> you know, so no I'm pit bulls and Rottweilers. You're a good then. auntie. Definitely pit you're bulls good and auntie. I'm like mama, right? Mm-hmm. So his mother was adamant about him going to Head Start, even though I forbade it. Like nobody that I know that went to Head Start ended up being a Rose Scholar. So I'm like. I want him to go to a different school, but she put her foot down. He goes to well, that is her. that is her son, but go ahead. Man, don't nobody care about that. So he didn't <laughs> learn anything. He's four years old. He didn't know the basics. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm putting my foot down. He's going to this school. I'm paying for it. So I've been paying for him to go to this school. He loves it. He's learning. And now she won't let my brother get the car to take him to school now. But she let him get the car to take him to Head Start when he wasn't learning anything. So I think you deal with wretchedness a certain way. Like, I want to beat her up. You, <laughs> you like can't beat people up. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, first of all, you love your nephew, so you don't want to beat his mom up. Why not? Um, <laughs> but where is your brother in all of this? Isn't he the my dad? Brother, my, look, my brother sides with me. He He's with me. Like, my brother is... My nephew is a daddy's baby. Like, he, he throws stuff at his mom. He's extremely disrespectful to her. You know, like, he doesn't treat us like how he treats his mother. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get her to understand he's a young black boy. You know, I went to school. I have a master's degree. Education is very important to me. But most of my family has been institutionalized. They've been, you know, even my brother, they've been to prison. You know, I'm like the one that got away. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, not on my watch is my nephew going to be a statistic. Right. And I'm willing to throw them hands <laughs> for her. Well, I don't, but Nakia, I will say, I don't know if throwing them hands is going to make her change her mind. If anything, it might make her even more resistant. But what should I do? Because, I mean, this is. I think it's it's about- so- it sounds to me like she doesn't like the fact that you're interfering with her raising her child as much as you are, but she don't mind the money and things that you're providing, but she also is doesn't like you undermining her as a parent, and it seems like you need to figure out a way, if you care about this child, for you and her to be on the same page, and if that means that you have to work on your relationship with her and how you address mm. her about what she needs to do with her son, because it's one thing if you have suggestions and you're trying to help, and it's another thing if you're telling her what she needs to do. Because sometimes mm. people want to feel like they're making the decision also. And so they have to feel like they're involved in that decision-making process. So if that means you present some research and y'all go together to look at the schools and do those things, so she feel like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. You hear me say that the girl is ratchet. Like, Uh-oh. she does not understand fundamentally how important this is. Like, it's not about me winning or... But that's probably how she's looking. It, it seems like that's how she's looking at it. Clearly. 
Right. I don't know no way to make her see it because she's thinking, oh, I turned out fine. And you like, <laughs> and you thinking, no, you didn't. <laughs> Don't let your nephew grow up to be a rapper. This boo, also you know. seems like something that your brother should be dealing with. But he, like, now, because he called me this morning, and he's, like, upset because they fought this morning about the car. And I had to call my mom to go pick up my nephew across town so that he can go to school. But my mom not going to do that every morning. Right. Yeah, it seems like he's got to put his foot down and figure out how he can deal with her because that's his child. Mm-hmm. He got to step up to the plate. She's not white, is she? No, she's very black. <laughs> very black. Very black. Grabbing at the air, like, all that. And she got two that, you know... See, this is America black. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just hard because that's their child and your brother should be the one that's really making these things happen. Like, why is this and on he's you? Trying, he's trying, but it's like, he don't know how... I mean, he's just as wretched as her. Like, <laughs> he, he results the violence too. Like, oh this is all we know. You are somehow, some way going to have to try to make her feel like she's involved in the decision-making process, even though you said she ratchet... And all of that, if you're doing this for the good of the child, you got to sometimes put your ego, pride, whatever to the side and just, you know, take a deep breath and just go ahead and go in there and be like, okay, let me just make her feel like she's smart, even though you don't feel like she is, and make her feel like, okay, as a mom, I know this is your decision, but I just did some research to help you out and let me know what you think about this and, you know, just try to figure it out. I'm going to try that first, and I'm going to see how that goes. But if she don't start getting on the bandwagon, I'm going to drag her out of house. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, let's try to avoid that. We don't want her son to see that happen. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Yee. You're welcome, Nikki. Good luck, Mama. Ask Nothing me. wrong with a little dragon, I'm going to be honest with you, man, yeah. especially when it comes to the future of a young child. For real, man. I put you in jail. So what? I'll go to jail to make sure that this kid got a good future. 800-585-1051. Ask ye. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Take Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? This is Acacia. Hey, Acacia. What's your question for ye? Okay, so I've been, I've talked to multiple people who have been in relationships with their partners for like five plus years. Uh-huh. Um, and as soon as they get married, like their relationships go completely down the drain. So I know you and Charlamagne are married. I don't know how long you guys dated you guys, y'all's wife. Forever. Um, but I, <laughs> I've been with my wife forever. 20 years, boo. Know, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. That's what I'm saying. I just wanted to know like y'all's opinion. Um, I'm currently engaged. And I think my boy, I don't know what fear he has. Like, I don't know why people's relationships, you know, crumble after they get married. Like, do y'all have any opinions? Well, that's well, that's not always true. So I don't think you can look at anybody's relationships and compare it to what yours is. But I will say there's people that date somebody for 10 years and get married and it doesn't work out. There's people, they get married after knowing somebody for a month and it, it doesn't matter. It's just really how you work on your relationship. A marriage... And a relationship is work, so it's never always smooth. So you just have to make sure that you guys are always communicating with each other and knowing that there's going to be some rough patches, but you're dedicated to working it out together. Yes, ma'am. I think sometimes you look at what other people are doing in their relationship and compare that to what is going on in yours, and you can't do that. Yeah, because it's it's crazy how someone that y'all can be together for for six, seven years, and then 
as soon as y'all get married, it's like, I want a divorce. It's just weird. I was just wondering how that happens, but you, that's completely true. Like, you can't look at everybody's relationships, so. I'm sure you also know people that have stayed together. Yes, I do. Right, so yes, stop ma'am. focusing on the negative, and if you're, don't even just block everybody else out, because no matter what happens with you, that has nothing to do with what anybody else has going on, and I think that's sometimes what our issue is, you know, we let other people's negativity influence us, and it's not a good thing to do. Yes. Thank y'all so much. Just and remember, can- communication, everything is communication. I've been with my wife 24 years, we've been married 17 last Sunday, and everything is communication. It's going to be good, it's going to be bad, but as long as y'all sit down and talk it through and be honest, y'all always get to a great outcome. Never go to sleep upset a man. That's the key. Never go And to when upset, he cheats, forgive him. Shut up. And a, That's a, very important. And Acacia, congra- <laughs> congratulations to you on your upcoming wedding. Thank you, ma'am. Congrats to y'all, too. Thank y'all so much. Remember, communication, mama. And when he cheats, yes, forgive sir. him. That's yeah. very important. Yeah. And then to do with cheating. We've actually gone through that, yeah. So we're good on the forgiving part. We're good. Okay, you just remember that. All right. Good luck, Mama. I don't know what she said. I just hope she said, I'm going to forgive him, Charlemagne. That's what she said, right? That's what I heard. I don't know what she said. Okay. They're going to communicate. All right. Ask E 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, E? Yes, and speaking of relationships, we have a big congratulations to give out to one of our favorite people on social media. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk with the Houston. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, there's a new documentary about Whitney Houston that premiered at the Cannes Film Festival, and it premiered Wednesday night, and it is going to be released on July 7th. And among the things that were revealed in this new documentary, which, by the way, was done in conjunction with the cooperation of Whitney Houston's family, is the fact that Whitney Houston was molested by Dee Dee Warwick at a very young age. Wow. Who's Dee Dee? Dee Dee is um, Dionne Warwick's sister. Mm. Okay, so what happened was, according to Whitney Houston's assistant, Mary Jones, she revealed that the singer told her that Warwick had molested her, and that is what actually caused Whitney to question her own sexuality and perpetuated her drug problems later in life. Now, she said, I think she was ashamed, which is why she never told her mother. She said if Sissy had known, she would have done something about it because Sissy loves her children. According to Whitney Houston's half-brother, he also revealed in the film that he was molested by a female family member between the ages of seven and nine. So he said there was something very disturbed about her because she was never comfortable in her own skin. She seemed kind of asexual in a strange way. She was a beautiful woman, but she was never particularly sexy. I've seen and done some filming with people who have suffered childhood sexual abuse, and there was just something about her manner that was reminiscent to me of that sort of shrinking. I usually don't like to hear stories about uh, d- dead people because they're not here to defend the stories, but I guess mm-hmm. that's a good conversation because that is something that happens to kids a lot when they're younger, but it never comes out, especially Absolutely. about family members. I know I, I used to get touched on when I was eight. 
And it just goes to show you that you never know how things like this will affect people later mm-hmm. in life. Some people say, oh, well, that happened so long ago, or why did this person wait so long to come out, or should we still punish people from something that happened 30 years ago? But this yeah. can affect people for life. Because I still don't know how, how it affected me when my cousin's ex-wife was, was touching on me. I do know that I, um, I, the reason I made her stop was because I couldn't stand the smell of her jerry curl. And, like, I don't like jerry curls to this day. Like, it was very painful watching straight out of Compton. Mm. All right, now Chrissy Teigen and John Legend have welcomed another baby. Their uh, baby is here. She tweeted out, somebody's here. So congratulations. Congrats to them. To Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. That's what y'all kept talking about all morning? Drop yeah. one of the clues, Molly Chrissy Teigen. What you mean? I thought y'all was talking about somebody y'all actually knew because y'all kept hearing in the studio, Chrissy had her baby, Chrissy had her baby. I was like, well, who is Chrissy? Who said that? I heard that a couple I times did, this I morning. I said it. I don't know. I feel like I know Chrissy. Oh, I, like, I, 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 I thought that was one of your personal on, friends. She's very <laughs> funny on social about. media. I've actually never met her, but, you know, oh, okay. it's just exciting. Didn't Chrissy come up here one time? No. Didn't she? I don't know. I've worked with Chrissy before. I was with I Charlamagne when we, when we, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. She did come up here one time. Yeah, she was, maybe wasn't here yet. Yeah, I probably wasn't here, but congratulations to Chrissy and John Legend. All right. Whew. Well, I hate to do this story right after that, but uh, Ludacris's wife, Eudoxy, actually had a miscarriage. She posted it on Instagram. She said, this year didn't necessarily start off right for us. I had a miscarriage and needed to have surgery. It was very easy to complain and self-pity, but I refused to let the enemy win. I stayed faithful and prayed up. I spent hours focusing on the many ways the Lord has blessed me. So she said she wants to share this with you to remind you to live in gratitude. When the enemy tries to knock you down, get even closer to your faith. Life will not always go as planned and keeping a positive and grateful attitude will only bring more and bigger blessings. What do you say when somebody has a miscarriage? you say sorry for your loss or... Or just sorry. Yeah, just you can sorry. just say I'm just sorry. sorry to hear that. If sorry need, to hear that. There you go. Yeah, Boom. if you need anything, please that. let me know. I mean, it's, it's a very know, emotional that time. No, it's a very emotional time for women because they feel like maybe it's them, it was their body. It's it's, it's very difficult. Also, but uh, for, say sorry. for women, their body goes through a lot of that time mm-hmm. and then they're anticipating having a baby. Sometimes they've told people and it just, you can imagine mm-hmm. what that would feel like. All right, 50 Cent is facing legal action. And that is because he also posted that picture of Tierra Marie, the very explicit image that somebody hacked into her account and posted of her performing a sexual act. And so now, according to attorney Lisa Bloom and her press release, she said, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood star Tierra Marie is accusing her ex-boyfriend of using her password to get access to her Instagram account and post those graphic images. And that 50 is a close friend of her ex and immediately reposted the images to his 18 million followers and used the tagline, get the strap. So that's an issue and now he's involved in this lawsuit as oh well. First of all, I don't think 50 should uh, have anything to do with that because the image was already out image there. Image was out there. All he did was re- re- repurpose it, I guess. Absolutely. And get the scrap could be porno. You know what I'm saying? He could have thought it was a porno. He could have said, I didn't know this was Tierra Marie. This was a porno star, so I said get the well, strap. Well, he gets the strap on everything that he posts. I think he has He, he a- said put the strap on on what? What get the say? strap. I said, get the strap. I didn't say, put the strap. You I said, said get he the, strap. the strap on. You know what? I'm not messing with you. That's Forget what you say. You play too much. That's okay, what you BET you Awards. BET has announced the nominees for the 2018 oh, BET Awards. And guess who has the most nominations? Kendrick DJ Lamar. Khaled. DJ Khaled. He must have agreed to host. All right. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar has five nominations. The Migos have four. Oh, boy. So. Who's hosting? Uh, just to let you guys know. Who's hosting? Who's hosting? You know, I don't even know who's hosting it. <laughs> DJ Khaled. I don't even know who's hosting it. How about that? All right. right. He deserves it, though. But let me see who you guys think should win in some of these categories, because you know I got to do this. Um, For you guys, Album of the Year Award. Should it be Kendrick with Damn, SZA with Control, Jay-Z with 444, Amigos with Culture 2, the Black Panther album, or DJ Khaled Grateful? 
Look at that. TDE has three songs nominated for album of I the would, year. I would honestly say either Jay-Z 444 or Scissor Control. Okay. Huh. All right. I like Jay Z for and I love the Kendrick Damn album. I like Kendrick. I like the Black Panther album too, and I like SZA. That's a tough one. I'm just only talking about stuff that I really vibe to. Like that's a tough one. I couldn't stop listening to. And then Best New Artist Award. This is a tough one. SZA, her, Daniel Caesar, A Boogie with the hoodie, or Goldlink. SZA, SZA. I like Daniel Caesar a lot though. I like her too, and I like A Boogie. I think SZA is gonna win that also. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's just some of the uh, categories. Best Male R and B or Pop Artist. Miguel. He's not nominated. Bruno Mars, Chris Brown, The Weeknd, Khalid, or Daniel Caesar? Daniel Caesar. Chris Brown. All right. You know what? We should do a, um, like a, what do you guys call it? Brackets or something like that? What do they call it? I have no idea. When you guys bet? The brackets? Yeah. That's, that's what it's called, the brackets. I thought, I thought uh, that was called gambling. That's, right. That is against the law. Well, I'm Angela Yee, <laughs> and that is your rumor report. Maybe not anymore. All right. Revolt. We'll see you guys later. Also, don't forget, after the mix, Tamika Mallory and my son will be joining us. All right? My people, my people. Yes. So keep it locked. Mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.